Hey Rob, Jason here. Just want to say I'm really enjoying your this Wild West series and, and your thoughts. I hope you keep doing it because I'm pretty much cribbing and, and going to borrow slash steal everything you're doing there because I really like the, the way it's going. I, I am going to kind of mix in I, what I want to do because my son and I are both war gamers. Been talking to um, Chicago Wiz about this. I, I do want to work in some war gaming in there. So, but we can definitely do that. You know, those two can mix together. But, but I really like your ideas so far. Um, and I'm not the most creative person, so I'm not afraid to borrow, beg, borrow, and steal from other people. I, I do have somebody close to me that works in in a supermarket. So your your parting message is, you know, very true. And, and I do hope people take take a little take a little bit of sympathy. Maybe sympathy is the wrong word, but take a minute to appreciate the the effort of people in retail. So. Good point. Talk to you later. In old school games, life is cheap. Don't be a dope. Bring your pole, oil, and rope. And try not to go down in a heap. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Down in a Heap podcast. I'm your host, Rob, podcasting to you live from beautiful Northeast Minneapolis. It's COVID crisis. Hope you're all... Uh, healthy, happy, doing well, your family and friends as well. Uh, it's definitely changing up everything, not only uh, daily life, but gaming. And I haven't done any since, um, I don't know, a few weeks. And uh, there's no real solution in sight as far as our face-to-face -face group. I think we're probably going to end up having to explore doing an audio-only game or... Uh, some virtual tabletop or something if we want to game anytime in the near future because who knows when this whole thing is going to wind down. We heard from Jason from the Nerds RPG Variety cast at the top of the show. Thanks, Jason, for the call. I appreciate it. And he mentioned Chicago Wiz and tying war games in with your RPGs and you should go over and listen to Chicago Wiz's podcast, Dungeon Master's Handbook, because he has, I think, a three-part series where he talks about um, adding those elements or combining those elements in a game, and I've always thought that would be a pretty cool uh, situation. doesn't seem like... I, I never really had the... Uh, what was it? War Machine? I can't remember the... Battle, battle system, I think, maybe was what it was called. The kind of war game addendum that they had for AD&D. And um, I know the uh, Rules Cyclopedia has a, a war gaming system, too. And there's an old dungeon magazine. I don't remember the issue, but there was uh, a scenario in there where the characters were holed up in a in a freehold, Kratos, Kratos freehold, I think is what it, the name of the scenario, but they were in this little, more or less kind of fort, and the goal of the scenario was to survive an orc raid, an organized orc attack, and they had a really streamlined, basic kind of way of handling uh, mass combat and that, that it actually seemed like it would work pretty well. So if you have that old dungeon or can find a PDF of it, uh, check it out. Uh, 
One thing I've thought about doing, Jason, many times I've spoken about this, I think, on the podcast, too, is using a, a board game as a setting and having that board game, either you play a round of it or a, a game of it and have that as the, the history, the current history or recent history of the game world. Um, so, like, Divine Right would be a prime example of that. Um, or if you have like a sci-fi setting, maybe you could use Revolt on Antares. I think there's probably a number of other games you could employ to do that, but those are grand strategy games. Um, so I think they'd maybe be more useful for handling, uh, like I said, developing a recent history. But if you're playing it with all the players, they have this common knowledge, um, that would be generated by the board game and knowing what, you know, how the, how the battles went down and what, how they ended, how the, the game ended. So I think, I think that might be uh, a pretty cool thing to do one of these days, one of these days, but it's uh roll for random thought Saturday. So let's go on to the random thoughts. The first random thought came to me this morning. I was just trying to think of, oh, what can I talk about this morning? And this is a setup that probably has been outlined by other people in the past. So again, like I've said before, a lot of the things I come up with are not original. They probably are rolling around in my brain from uh, old Dragon Magazine articles, various game rules, blogs, podcasts I've listened to, and I kind of lose track of what actually inspired me or what um, brought this to mind. But it's an alternate combat idea for an old-school D&D-style game. And it would be this. Your armor class would be 10, plus 2 if you're using a shield, plus 1 if you're wearing a helmet, and then modified by high or low dexterity... And any magic, protective magic that you have would make you harder to hit. And then any armor you wear would reduce the damage that you take. So, you know, light, medium, heavy, maybe it would reduce one, two, and three points of damage. Or you could maybe do something like in Stormbringer where... You roll, you have a, a die that you roll to see how much damage your armor takes, so it's uh, more uncertain. I don't know, it's something you'd have to play test to, to find out if, uh, if this would work. I haven't really delved into the mathematics behind it, but it's from a, just a simulationist point of view, which is kind of where I come from in a lot of ways um, it makes more sense to me and what I'd also do is if you rolled a nat 20 or if the modified attack roll was higher than 20 so 21 plus any damage that you do could explode so if you were using a, a mace and it did a d6 of damage if you rolled a 6 you'd roll another six-sider and add that, and it could conceivably go on and on as long as you keep rolling sixes. And that would be like your 
critical hit or potential critical hit. Um, alternatively, you could do something like if you roll a nat 20 uh, or maybe a mod modified above a 20, you somehow slip your weapon through the seams, the armor, or, or strike an, an unarmored part of the body so the armor does not um, reduce any incoming damage. But again, I don't know if if this will work, just kind of noodling. I think, now that I think about it, it sounds a lot like the old Arcanum system from Bard Games, so maybe I'm <laughs> just reinvented the wheel with maybe a few different design touches added to it. Hmm. The second random thought has to do with my campaign setting. I'm noodling with the Lost Plains, my melding of her, my fantasy game that will have strong elements of the Western. And that's this. If you've ever traveled like through the American Plains, you sometimes see little mounds and stuff out there and they might be gophers, they might be moles, they might be prairie dogs. And they're little critters that uh, have these little prairie dog towns of various mounds and connecting tunnels. And I think in Lost Plains, they might be occupied by the prairie dogs of the plains, the various little pesty creatures from the Fiendfolio, the germline the mites and the sniads. And they could uh, lay little ambushes, traps, whatnot for travelers and other animals. And uh, they can retreat to these hidey hole tunnels and stuff and escape most of the big folk. I think that might be kind of fun. The third random thought isn't really even much of a thought. It's more of just like pimping something. I just got in the mail yesterday a t-shirt that I had ordered uh, from J.V. West, who does the Black Pudding Zine. Uh, if you go to his Doomslakers uh, blog, which is just doomslakers.blogspot.com, he's got a post in there where he's offering t-shirts for sale. And Froth from the Thought Eater pot podcast also has a link on his show uh, or his blog to this post, I think. It's a cool... I, I bought the, the black t-shirt. Um, on the front, it's uh, got black pudding, old-school role-playing zine with some decorations surrounding it, swords and little demon heads or something. And then on the back, it's got a full picture of, I think, what was the cover for the black pudding zine number two, which is kind of a take, um, J.V. West's artistic take on the Moldvay box uh, picture, so that the dragon fighting the the wizard and warrior. But he's also added some of the characters I think from the the first page of the Moldvay basic set um, by by Willingham. There's the elf warrior, the dwarf warrior, and the wizard from from that too so very cool t-shirt um the, the shirt itself seems like it's uh you know a good quality shirt it's not some paper <laughs> thin kind of thing that will just disintegrate uh in your dryer or 
or shrink to nothingness after a, a couple of washes. So go check it out. If you've got some disposable income and like wearing game-themed t-shirts, uh, buy one, buy several, and support J.V. West, creator of the great Black Pudding Zine. Hey, Rob, Jason here. I can't believe you put out that self-indulgent episode with somebody praising you the entire episode. Man. I'm just kidding with you, dude. It was very interesting to hear about that. But I promise you, when I get around to getting through your back catalog, I'll call you on every single episode. I guarantee it. Thanks, Jason. I appreciate it. <laughs> I deserve to have my bubble burst every once in a while. Um, it probably was kind of self-indulgent. And I know you're just kidding, but uh, yeah, Roy hasn't called me since I posted that. So sorry, Roy, if uh, <laughs> if I didn't do it justice or you didn't want those messages really played um and jason yeah if you go through the back catalog and um hear something that you'd like to talk about and for that matter anyone who goes through the back catalog and listens to something they want to have a chat about please do so you can call in using the anchor app or you can drop me an email at bigbalboni at gmail.com and thanks for listening Hang in there. Wash your hands. Oh, I should mention my my grocery store employer did a really cool thing. They're giving all their employees a temporary $2 an hour raise through at least mid-April and potentially longer, depending on how long this crisis goes, in appreciation for all the extra work we're doing. It's everyone is swamped, um, drained obviously worried about being exposed to the public on a daily basis. Um, thanks to everyone out there who is in the healthcare industry or the retail industry, keeping people fed and uh, as healthy as they can be, all the obviously emergency personnel as well. So anyone who's doing their part, even if that means staying home and not spreading the virus. So stay healthy, keep gaming if you can, don't go down in a heap.